So tell me about the boogeyman. Who's the boogeyman? You hear them funky ass sounds right there? Yes. That's some evil fingers. So how long have you been making music? Since I was 12. Who inspired you? My uncles, my mama, playing in a band. They was playing in a band back in the 70s. Doc, Doc and the Funk Machine. Called Doc and the Funk Machine? Yep, the group was named Doc and the Funk Machine. And they were all members of this group? Yep. My uncle Michael, they call him Whiplash. My mama, Marsha, and uh, my uncle Howard was Doc. He was the, he was the leader of the band. And they called him the Doc. He was Doc and the Funk Machine in the band. So what kind of music do they play? Like 70s funk? Funk. It's like the Funkadelics. Uh, they, they did a battle of the bands. They won. And then they just, they just kicked ass ever since then. Um, there was, there was the next bands next to, uh, Sly and Family Stone. Came out of Vallejo, same, same as them. Uh, who else? Oh, they, they used to mess with Confunction. Wow. And Cameo. Uh, a couple of, you know, a couple of guys back in the day. That's very impressive. Very impressive. So that, you can probably say that music runs in your blood? Oh, yeah, for sure. Both sides. My dad, too. My mom's side, my dad's side. So at what age do you think you were before you knew that music was something that was inside of you that you wanted to do? Uh, well, I knew that um, there could be uh, mayhem goes hand in hand with music for some reason. Uh, mayhem meaning... There's always going to be some kind of, if you try to go perform or something, there's always going to be some kind of mayhem going on either with the police or with the, with another crew or another, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just not, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Is that because you're black? I guess that it's just, um, I don't know, our nature. You know what I mean? Yeah, music and mayhem shouldn't have to go together unless you're a punk rock band or a rock group. Well, shit. Um, I've got about 12 stories that I can, I can tell you that tells you that mayhem and music go hand in hand every single time. Why didn't you tell me about one of those stories? What's the most memorable one you have? And how old were you and what year was it? It was 1979. I never, never forget it. It was a summer hot day. Vallejo, California. Blue Rock Springs. Man, all the black people was out there this day. It Where's was Blue Rock Springs? Blue Rock Springs is in Vallejo. So on the hill, overlooking the hill. Uh, coming down before you get to the fairgrounds on the other side of the fairgrounds. But it's it's way up in the hills. It's nice. They used to have used to have peacocks out there. A whole bunch of peacocks out there. They'd be singing and shit all the loud. The peacock, peacock sing? The peacocks the peacock got a got a certain sound to it. I could believe that because uh, goats sing and all kinds of different These animals. peacocks you can hear as soon as you get to the park. 
There's like, we had about six, seven of them up there. And we used to go just to hear them. Wow. Uh, they got a funny noise. I can't even say it. I can't even do it. Um, but anyway, so we all at the, we all at the, uh, we all at the Blue Rock Springs Park. All the black people out there, my mom and them was going to perform all the shit. They had jam out there. Right, right. Everybody's jamming, everybody's having a picnic, everybody's doing anything, everybody's, you know, saying, having fun and shit. And I was even going, I was even going to get to, uh, have my chance to perform and play the drums at the age of 10. What was I, 9, 10, oh, 10 years old. And I could jam, I could jam with my mom and my uncles, Howard and Michael, and sit in on a few, a few sessions and do that, and do a few songs with them. Dola's going to sit in on the drums. Dola's going to sit in on the drums, yeah. And so you do a lot of music with your brother, Andre or Dre? Yeah. Also, AKA, is it the Drizzle? Drizzle. Drizzle. It's basically you two together, the Boogeyman and the Drizzle? Yeah, right now we're forming a coalition. The coalition is? It's just me and who my brothers and who whichever one of my brothers want to get down because it could be three of us, it could be four of us, it could be seven of us. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is, as long as it's two of us, it's a coalition. What, okay, okay, and that's what coalition means to you? It's like a group? Yep, a group. Or a, a duo? A group of people. Uh, on on the same level, on the same path, you know what I'm saying. All coming together uh, for the same common goal. You know what I mean. That's the coalition. How many of your brothers and sisters are musical? I know I heard your mother on one of the tracks, which I thought was real dope. My mom, my brother, Dre, um, my brother Demarcus, another brother Josiah. First, tell everybody how many brothers and sisters you have all together. I have twenty four. No, twenty. 25 brothers and eight sisters, myself. Wait, wait, wait. You have 25 brothers and eight sisters? Yeah. Or what's the whole number all together? Just for me? Yeah, I got four, four, no, three siblings on my mom's side. And then I got. So you have 33 siblings? 24 on my dad's You have 33 siblings. I guess so, yeah. Well, my, yeah, on my mom's side, there's four of us. And on my dad's side, there's 24 of us. I'm not going to say I'm shocked because personally, my son's daddy has 24. And my son doesn't even know what number he falls into or what place. So and he's only met a few of his brothers and sisters. Have you met all of yours? Um, yeah, I think I met all of them. I met all of them because I've watched them be raised and watched them born. And you are the oldest? I'm the oldest out of all of them. Well, I'm, I'm the second oldest because I have two older sisters, which one is Trilla's older than me on my dad's side and Angelica's older than me on my mom's side. So I got two older sisters. And which of all your brothers and sisters and of your siblings would you say you're the closest to? Um, it's always been shit. It's always been Dre. It's always been me and Dre all my life, like, you know, palling around getting in trouble together and shit ever since we were little. So Dre's always been like one of my main brothers. And would you say that you had equal time between both parents and are you closer to one than the other? Well, it's always my mama. Always my mama. Because you didn't meet your father till later on? 
I met my dad when I was six years old. He came around. He, my mom finally let him see me and shit. And then I didn't see him no more. Next time I seen him, I was 16. And is that the time he came with a big old buddy and they looked like... <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, all decked out. I came I came home from school with one of my buddies. And we seen a fucking 300ZX, brand new 300ZX sitting in the parking lot. It looked like Kit the Rider. My mama had one of those. I remember those. It looked like Kit the Night Rider. She had a 280ZX, too. Well, he had... I'll come to find out he had every last one of them. They had 280ZX and a 380ZX. Did they ever make a 480 or 580? Yeah, it's a 280. And they had the, the uh, shit. The, they're the like the, ZX the is small brand car new. with two doors and the sunroof. The first time I seen the, the stern wheel have all the controls on it and shit. And the motherfucker, this shit will talk to you. It didn't talk to you like Siri do now, but it should talk to you like the door's ajar. The door's not ajar. It's open. I had a car that did that. It would say, the door's this ajar. car is now backing up. This the car is ajar. now, and people would trip out. They're walking by. The door is ajar. So, everybody has some musical talent in your family? Mm, pretty much. Uh, Including sisters? Um, My sister Marianne can sing. My sister Kima can sing. Sing or rap? Sing. Um, my sister Trilla. Your she, mama can sing, too. She can sing. My mom can sing. Uh, I mean, Marianne, she can sing and rap, I think. She used to, uh, she used to date Mike Mosley. He's, Who's he's Mike Mosley? Mike Mosley's producer from, uh, Tupac and, uh, E-40 now. He's, he was the reason why, uh, I was able to get in to get signed, get signed down there in the Bay Area to a, uh, not a major deal, but it was like, you know, I had a, an indie, an indie underground deal that was signed to a new, new, uh, Virgin New Tribe out of L.A. And that was AWOL Records and they were signed to Virgin New Tribe. You know Virgin Records, right? Mm-hmm. So they had a deal and Sebo uh, uh, was putting out till my casket dropped. And I was signing to, I signed to that company. But Mike Mosley, I met with my dad when I met my dad at age 16 and he took me down back to the, to the hometown of Vallejo where I was from. Mm-hmm. I went back to the city, and then um, then I met my brother was was become my brother in law Mike Mosley. I met him, and uh, at the time he had a nine oh nine, and I had a seven oh seven. Those were the drum machines, and we both wanted an eight oh eight. He wanted an eight oh eight. I wanted an eight oh eight. He had a nine oh nine. I had a seven oh seven. It still didn't add up to eight oh eight. So this is kind of what the two eighty ZX looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Dyson. They look like that, and they had uh, two seats. They were a really very small car, something like this. Yeah. Yep, yep, I remember. I used to have to ride in the back of that shit back there. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a death trap. I ran in the back of that back of that and you, you know, it's so funny how we got to grow up not wearing seatbelts and not having cell phones. I don't even know how we got, I mean, how we entertained ourselves. We built forts out in this. But you know what? Field but like every time, the river. I, every time I say something or, or if I if I rap about something or do anything, it's like this. I either done it or been around it and I know about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I, I'm not gonna fabricate shit really. I'm not gonna say, you know, that's how it was and I I was selling drugs at age fifteen and shit because I met my dad and he was a drug dealer. And he showed me how to sell dope. 
I wouldn't put that in a rap if it wasn't real. And I was really out there on the block fucking selling rocks. So what kind of things do you rap about? What kind of things have you rapped about? What do you rap about now? And now that you're older, how old are we now? 51. And what do you feel like your raps are about that make them different from what you used to rap about? My experiences. I just, I can rap about my experiences. And some of it could be, it could be uh, comical. It could be, it could be scary. It could be, or it can be life-changing for somebody. And I have to say that one of my favorite personals is one that you have not released yet. And the name of that is Skin Flute. Can you tell us a little bit of how you came up with Skin Flute? Well, and what's was, Skin Flute about? Skin Flute is uh, the nicest way you could put it. <laughs> uh, Felicio? You know, have a girl, you know, have a song. Suck your there's, dick. There's plenty suck of, your dick. There's plenty of songs about suck your dick, right? Right? There's plenty of songs. Suck my dick. I just heard another one. I heard one yesterday, matter of fact. <sighs> And they all and this, the the hook was, yeah, yeah, suck my dick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, see, they're trying. Doja to, Cat, suck my dick. They're trying. Suck my dick. They're trying. Obviously, she don't have a dick. They're right. trying to come up with this song that I came up with. They don't know why, they don't know how, but they know there's that there's many a better way. Of suck my dick songs, aren't there? Yeah, plenty. Of, there's just shit. You know what I mean? But skin flute. Tell us how you came up with the actual term skin flute. That's hilarious. I mean, just think. What if you dress? What if you dress on the on the album cover? Picture this. You got a flute, right? But yeah. You t- but you took a picture, cropped a picture of a penis, and you just put the flute the pieces on it. Is is it gonna look like a flute? Would it? Di- is it gonna look like flute with skin on it? I don't know. Put I, the, I, I, I put the flute it. pieces on there. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. And have a picture of a penis, and all you're gonna see is the veiny skin. Right, but the penis. But will the flute. But the flute is the flute. Right. And now they have you know, they have different flutes now. They have um. There's one called the the glory flute. Is have this real? Heard, have you ever heard of a glory flute? No. Is that real? Yes. Have a you ever brand. Of, have or? you ever heard of a glory hole? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that would be the same thing, though, right? A glory flute. Oh, the glory flutes, what goes into the glory hole. Right. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's cute. That's cute. But who came up with the actual glory or uh, skin flute? Um, it'd have to be a toss-up between me, Dave D, or Jay Walk, one of us. Because it was, it, was a, it, was a old, it was an old, old OGP song, because they had a group named the OGP. With me, what does OGP stand for? Original Gangsters. Original Gangster Posse. Okay. And we, and we had that name for a while. It was a... Uh, it was about five of us, four of us. Pretty much four of us was in a group that always stayed together. Me, Jaywalk, Dave D, Dre Dog was 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 Drizzle. My brother. And uh and then we had uh T C whose name was Ku King. So Drizzle's really never left your side, huh? You guys have always been together? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember him from back in the day when you said that we were all at the park. I I don't even remember him being with you. He might, he might have already been in Washington. Well, we was apart for you know, like ten, probably like ten years, about seven years, before I went to the pen. But pretty much, you nailed to each other's side. Yep. I mean, shit. 
If you fuck with my little brother, you have to fuck with me. Oh, it was automatic. What's the What's the age difference between you and one year? Mm-hmm. By like by eight months. I think if you fuck with any of your brothers, you probably go crazy. Yeah, but it was like automatic when it was with me and Dre, because I was like, oh shit, you can't handle him. I got him. And I'm sure people you can't handle him, Dre. Watch out. You can't handle him, Dre. Watch out. They probably take your kindness for weakness, since you really, even though you curse in your songs, you're in person, you're not a big cursor. Um. Yeah. How do you carry that over? Like, how do you not curse so much a person and you so um, gentlemanly, but you? Because there's there's way there's time to be respectable. You know what I mean? There's time to be respect respectful of children, other people, people that that have views against shit. You know what I mean? They have their own views of all oh, these rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I was working with Mike the other day, and uh, I played the beat for him. I played the skin flute beat for him, right? Mm-hmm. No words. Oh, he loved this song. He the, loved the beat. From skin flute? Yeah, I, I, I let him feel the beat, the beat. Just okay. the beat. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, that's that's some smooth stuff right there. I like that. I like that. And I said, oh, yeah? This is a white boy, I, by the way, y'all. Uh, he's older. He's old, like this, real white boy. Like, hey, dude, dude, type of white boy. He's like 10, he's 10 years older than me exactly right now. He's 10 years older than so me. So 61. He's out here uh, mending. He's never heard rap before. He's like, no, I just don't go that way. I don't get down. I'm like, okay, well, you like jazz? You like you like, you like like tunes? You like music? He was like, yeah, he got a slip of tune. So I played a few instrumentals. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I was like, okay. I said, well, I said, now, do you like to hear uh, comical stuff? <laughs> he was like, because I like, I said, I got a song to this. He was like, what, what kind of song? And I was like, oh, no. like gave me, it was like, told him about skin flute. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, you want to hear it? He was like, yeah, yeah, throw it on. He was like, I like that. I like that. I said, yeah, you heard it first. You heard the, uh, this is going to be the, the next platinum hit. This is the number one hit. You know what I mean? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be up there on the charts. And then you heard it first. Why haven't you put that out there? I just buried the way I put the way I did it. It was a, I just freestyled it because, like I said, I was trying to tell you, I was trying to tell y'all that me, Dave D, Jay Walk, and Dre are the originators of Skin Flute. Everybody has a, their own verse to this song. Plus, we had a song that we did produced by Mike Mosley, it was called "Ain't Nothing But a Bitch." Now I took my lyrics from Ain't Nothing But a Bitch and whoop whopped them to a to a skin flute verse. And I took my original skin flute verse and I put two verses on there and to a new improved hook, y'all. <laughs> to a new improved hook and it go hard as fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Skin Flute will definitely be a hit, you guys. I'm just saying it's very much original. The beat is perfect to the song. It's different. It stands out. And it's just, it's a hit. For real, for real. I can tell you this because I know this. Um, um, I, I know a few much. artists myself. I'm, you know, back and forth from Vegas. And I worked for a radio station down there for a while uh, where we interviewed several artists and whatnot. Um, I won't mention or drop names, but. So, I have an ear for talent, and I also do some constructive criticism as well. 
some people could take it better than others, but um, you take it pretty well. So you basically have to integrate all these different verses and different people singing in the song besides yourself. I'm trying to get the old fellas back together so they can get on the damn song at least. Or if I make it a hit, they're going to want to do a remake or something. So, hey man, you left us off the song. I remember this one of these movies I watched. It was with Loretta. Well, she was Loretta. I guess she was portraying Loretta Lynn. It's called Coal Miner's Daughter. Okay, mm. he is an excellent. That. It's such a good movie. It's um, it's about Loretta Lynn and her husband, what she went through to get famous, and how she was uh, best friends with Patsy Cline. How Patsy Cline and her band members died in an airplane crash. How it devastated her. The things that she uh, went through with pregnancy is so cute. It's such a cute movie. It's really adorable. You should. Everybody should see it. Um. But it uh, just showed how her husband was so passionate about getting her famous. Back in the day, he'd take the record and go around to all the radio stations, and he would coax his way into these radio stations to get airplay for her music, and that's how she became famous. So from doing that back in the days of records, you go to these radio stations and stuff, how do you do it these days? How do you get the attention to put something out there mainstream? I mean, shit. I I've been I haven't I haven't been able to like adapt to this new shit really. It's like it's it's real fast. It's like you streams all your streams and shit. I mean, um, you might be seeing people are hearing hearing it or whatever and shit. You know, we're not getting the artist is not getting what we were able to make by ourselves on the street. I mean, the I mean every everybody. If you was able to put an album together and put it out, you was gonna get your whole fifteen dollars, eight dollars off mm-hmm. each CD, as long as you didn't get the shit away. Now you could take your ass and you know get a thousand CDs or something, and then ride out, and you're gonna sell. Yeah, people you know, used to pass about on Vegas Boulevard. You know what I mean? Go around. Just wherever you land, that's where you sell. It seems like the old way used to be the better way, huh? It seemed like it, but, I mean, you could touch a lot of people right now, but, uh, I mean... But there's so like much I'm competition just, like now, I'm, and there's so like much I'm technology giving it away. that people steal, and they're finding there's ways so to steal. There's so many fucking songs coming out. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Well, I was just like, you know what I mean? You know, I just said, fuck it. I'm still going to just do songs. If motherfuckers feel it, they feel it. If they want to buy it, they buy it. If they don't, they don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to get rich. I'm not trying to get famous. I'm just trying to just do the shit and name because I know how to do the shit. And you want to do it your way. Yeah. Your style. And, then, and if I get paid because I love to do this shit, then that's even more better. And you know what I don't like? I don't like it when Alicia Keys starts trying to go, uh, what do you call it, trap. I don't like it when Beyonce tries to go trap. I mean, stick, you know, or any other artist. Like, be original. Be who you were without changing it up. Because people are still going to buy that same style if you come out with some uh, well, more stuff. You don't have well, to try kinda, to keep up with the new trend. But I didn't, I didn't kind of really... Be true I to really, yourself. I flipped my... I, I kind of like reinvented myself. Yeah, reinvent a little bit, but don't I change your entire... I reinvented myself because I, I, I'm not rapping like Boogeyman was rapping on the last... But I didn't like hearing rappers. Alicia Keys and Trap. Trap sound. That didn't work at all. Like, stay true to who you are. I've never heard her do Trap. It was like a... 
it was just a you could tell it was her and her husband and they were doing some weirdo oh fucking um, 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 com- Swiss Beats Swiss Beats yeah and they're just doing Swiss some weirdo beats. shit and I'm like they're trying to like get hip to what's going out there right now don't don't you know music's going to evolve always like older people don't like the music I don't understand any of that right yeah, now. my thing is this people used to say that about rap in the 70s but you could understand every single word if you don't want to understand anything listen to it today well this is how I put it this is how I put it I'm like this. I'm trying to put a little bit of young, you know, stuff in there that the young can feel. But I still talk about, you know what I'm saying, the old school shit. Mm-hmm. But I just put it in a different way. And plus, I'm getting, I'm older now, so I'm I'm messing with more jazzy tunes. And, you know what I'm saying, doing a little singing and shit in there. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm not finna be no hardcore old ass nigga. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be... You little whippersnappers. I just want to go ahead, and I know we said this on our first episode, but let's just talk about this again, about the time your dad had you sitting at the big table and what happened at that big table. Who were you sitting at the big table with? What big table? The big table when you were having a big meeting when you were getting signed. That was, um, that was the first damn album cover with uh, a team that we was putting together with Mike Mosley after my group did my group didn't it didn't work out it did flop our group flopped and I went down to California the OGB one yeah well the OGP well, we came out with an album mm. and that's a whole nother fucking story about the fucking the police mm. banning us from the whole goddamn city and it's like some easy e stuff yeah oh, fuck yeah. the police yeah, we did some fucked police songs and the police got mad and they fucking kicked all our all our CDs out the store and, and stomped them and fucking burnt them or really they bought them they have to buy them though really <laughs> really the police bought all the fucking albums out the store and told the motherfuckers don't let them bring us shit back don't let I've them, seen actual people who don't like bring made things shit back. They it was were sold in a certain Mall. place going to buy all their own product whatever it was. No, I've seen them go buy magazines to get them off the shelf. They they just like NWA. They took the NWA albums and they put them. They steamrolled them with a steamroller. Right, right. <laughs> Protested. I'm gonna play this song. It's called "I Ain't Going Back to Selling Fucking Yeah Yeah" by E40. Behind me, when I start to roll downhill, 
see me, then I'm gone. Blue shade of water, boy, they gon' be hustling till I'm dead. It's gone. Very interesting beat. I love that how you go outside the box and come up with something different. And how would you explain that beat and how'd you come up with that song? Man, uh, I was going to my band lab and I, I heard this guitar riff and it was like only a couple seconds. It was like it came on and that shit went off. I was like, what the, what the hell was that? What is that? So now, I, are you one of these off-the-top type of um, artists that can just come off top? I just grab that, that guitar or, shit. Do you I write down that, Do you write down your lyrics? How look, do you come up? I grab that guitar, right? And I put that shit together with a beat. I, took, I put the drum track in there. I, I, I just livened it up, and and I just chopped it in. And then, and then looped it and shit, and I kept using that shit. I put a beat around it, and then uh, I had that song already. So I see what it was gonna sound like in a different way, cause I did, you know, I could do a song three, four, five different ways, which whichever one works. That reminds me, like when I write, I usually have to write down the idea, then write it down, all of it down, then go back, rewrite it. Is that kind of like how you do it? Um, I don't rewrite it. I just what I do is the beat would might say something the beat might say something then I'll just take the words that I already got and make it fit it to what the beat say but I, I, I already had the lyrics but I can say the lyrics however I want to say it now, see, I, mean, I thought it's always there's a hundred different ways there's a hundred different ways to say three sentences like well that's sentence. every language just three four different ways to say you know one thing the yeah. house, the casa, the what, the, the yeah. and with the black people, it's the crib, or, the or, spot. Or, or no, no, like actors, like actors. Okay, this time I want you to come in, but I want you to be happy when you say this shit. Yeah. Happy, like, these motherfuckers just gave me $100,000. Yeah. I want to be happy, right? Well, okay. Or, or no, we're going to change the scenery. Now. I want you to come in pissed off these motherfuckers and took your thousand dollars. Now you pissed. These motherfuckers that took my goddamn thousand dollars. <laughs> Fuck them. Right? It's like this time. Now this is how I do my rap. I might, I might do my rap like, like I'm singing that right there. So the personality goes behind the lyrics. Right. Basically. Yeah, it's like acting. It's just like acting. Because, okay, for instance, that's what I'm fuck you up to. You heard it. You matter of fact, you heard this. You heard this. What are we listening to? Um, 
the skin flute. Uh, okay, now don't give first. all that away. Don't give my favorite skin, song. Hold on, no, no. The skin flute first take. The first take. So the first time you wrapped it, sang it? Um, well, yeah, the first time I put it down right, and said that I'm going to redo this song. Right? He's looking for it. He's got a lot of music, people. Tell them where you can find your music, by the way. Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Under Andolas. Under Andolas Lartig. Lartig, that's A-N-D-O-L-I-S, Lartig, L-A-R-T-I-G-U-E. Anything that says Boogeyman or Andolas. But, well, there's a lot of Boogeyman, so it has to be Boogeyman, but specifically on Boogie, SoundCloud. That's an Andolas, a.k.a. the Boogeyman, or on SoundCloud, it's going to... You're going to see, it's going to say Boogeyman. After you see, it says Andolas or LRT. Or will it say Boogeyman featuring Dre? Or just Boogeyman? Um, no, I will. Because there's I have, a lot I have of I have looked for my, um, look for my, um, What I'm saying, Derek, song list is that you have to have look list. for, is, you're not the only Boogeyman that pops up when you search it. So how, what, how they know, what, they know on, the difference? Uh, on SoundCloud? Yeah. How will they know the difference? Um, mob music. <laughs> mob shit, man. Feel good music, man. That West Coast mafia shit. Anything. He's still looking, people, just in case you want to. Um, yeah, we're right uh, there. We're, um, we're here with you. We can still talk, though, because... Uh, uh, I don't want to ask questions while you're trying to concentrate on looking for something. No. Go ahead, because I'm, I'm looking. I forgot what I called it. Okay. Well, now that I've been put on the spot, I don't know what to say. Mob music. Does anybody play Oculus out there? <laughs> yeah, we I'm, play Oculus. Come, come join me in Oculus, man. I'll make you a slap right there on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Tune in. I'm, I'm giving classes on Oculus and shit, how to make beats. Also, Oculus makers, creators, whatever, please create an actual band lab. A lab to make studio. music, not a DJ studio. We're talking about an actual studio. studio or sit down and That's play a key. Not Go stupid. In. I want to be able to grab the booth door, open that bitch, and get in the booth. We don't need a cartoon guy showing us how bust. to do it. Like make it look realistic and come up with something dope. And basketball, will you please come up with some basketball? Yeah, what the hell? Because I'm a basketball girl. I like I want a basketball game. They don't have really have any sports games. And they only have about over 200 games wow. oh. ran by Facebook, so. Mm. I still want to play that Superman game. Grand Theft Auto of, I don't know what it was on. You can play so, online, but I don't remember what it was on. I saw it. On Facebook or something, yeah, or Instagram, it's hilarious because Superman was going around killing everybody. Uh, Nobody uh, had more power than him. He obviously found the cheat so that he could just slaughter anybody or anything. Uh-huh. Where wow. are we at? I thought. Yeah, cut. I would, cut. I would close. I would close. No, man. Wi Fi. 
fucking Wi-Fi. The fucking Wi-Fi. Catch us in part two of this episode.